from Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid, the best sales and marketing tips of your week in 15 minutes or less. My name is Joshua Stike. And I am Luke Akery. And today, you can tell by the title, though, of the podcast, we're going to talk about sales careers. Yes, we are. There are 13.7 million people in the U.S. with a sales or sales-related position. That is nearly 5% of the entire population. So it's no wonder why so many people may be considering a career in sales. So today... We're going to talk a little bit about, and just pick your brain, Luke, on what makes a good salesperson, what to kind of expect before getting into uh, a career of sales, maybe even how to interview for a sales position. Yes. Uh, Because this is something that you've been leading. You actually entered the sales profession uh, with a different background, a different yeah, education. Computer science was my yeah, background. Yeah, so you went for computer science. I was actually, you, I sold cell phones. It was mm. my first sales job. Oh, there you go. So was selling cell phones, um, yeah. which wasn't, I mean, it's a di- that's a type of sale. Like retail sales is yep. a type of sale. It's a little bit different than what we're probably going to be talking so about many today. People in the you know in the quote unquote yeah. sales profession because yeah. retail sales is the number one profession. Yeah. You still got to sell. It's more like I feel like it's more like upselling. I think about today like it's not a hunting type sale. People are coming into the lot for you, right? They're coming into the store for you, yeah. um, which I didn't know that at the time. Well, the reality but, is every position is a sales. Position. You are every single, every single position. aspect of your life. If you want to get something that you want, yep. is a sales position, no or doubt, a sales no doubt. job. Yeah, yep. Um, I think the biggest thing that I would challenge everybody to think about on this, right? Is you're in sales, but if you listen to this and you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be a real estate agent, insurance agent, financial advisor, you want to get better at what you're doing, you need to be a sales professional. Mm. So sales is both an art and a science. So there is going to be things that you naturally intuitively have that you can look for. And we can talk about that a little bit on this episode, but also it's a science. Sales is something that you can learn. It's a professionalism or it's a, uh, something you can train yourself in daily to get better at. And you need to make sure you understand that. I think it was, uh, what, what was his name? Uh, the Bigsby coffee guy, uh, talked about Michael McFall. Yeah. Michael McFall. He studied the top, uh, companies, the 5,000 fastest growing companies. And it was like 80 plus percent. The CEOs were salespeople. Yeah. The only salesperson in the organization at one point. Yeah. And that's what grew the company. But the reality is, is if you don't have sales, you don't have anything. Yeah. Right. So what makes a good salesperson? If, if, if people are listening uh, today and, and also thinking in mind that like the professions that you listed, like they're sales first type of professions, service-based sales professionals, what, um, what kind of qualities you also talked a little bit about the art and the science. So is it an innate gift that you have for the art of selling? Is it something that you can learn through study and the science of selling? Like what makes a good salesperson? Uh, so a couple of things that I look for, and this is not an all encompassing list, but as I look at the salespeople that have been successful for me, both on relationship style sales and closing like hunting style sales, because you have first have to understand there's different types of sales roles, right? So you might be in a business development sales role, which is way more of like account management, uh, relationship management, nurturing. Like we have an unbelievable guy here at our company 
who's our vice president of financial services. And he spends the majority of his time just whining and dining people. Mm-hmm. And that's a sale. Then we have a guy in our phone based sales named Chris Real. He closes people every single day, just new accounts, getting their credit card over the phone. So there's different types of sales. But what makes a really, really good salesman that I've seen, if we talk about the art side or the inherent gifting side is you're naturally more a people person. You're more, maybe you call it the personality traits of you're extroverted. You um, like being around people. You like talking to people. You're not reserved and shy. Does not mean that if you are reserved and shy listening to this, you can't be good at sales. Well, I think that- the- But you're going to have to force yourself out of that bubble because you have to engage with people yeah, in sales. You also have to realize, does talking to people or being around people drain you or does it energize you? Great and point. if it drains you, that doesn't mean you can't get a job in sales. It just means you're going to struggle a lot more than maybe somebody who gets energized by being around people and making small talk. Yeah, because with sales, you're basically going to be helping this person. You have to engage them. So you have to be very engaging. So you're naturally going to be want to be more extroverted. You're going to be want to be more outgoing around people. The second big trait, that I see probably the most important trait in it today, just so you guys know, like we're hiring eight to 16 salespeople every month and we're really settling in and we're trying to get more data on our interviewing process to make it less personal opinion because that can be swayed by emotion, more data driven. But one of the biggest factors we see in success is your internal motivation and your drive. This is why a lot of times you see athletes get into sales Mm -hmm. because they're naturally driven and competitive. If you find yourself just, you want to accomplish something, like you want to, you have a a big motivation, you, you don't get Uh, or you don't take rejection too seriously. Um, You push through it. You want to win. The key motivator there, I think, would be money. You want to make a lot of money. That is also something that we're looking for. And you should never be ashamed of that. If you're going to go interview on a sales job, Mm -hmm. I want to hear from you that you want to make a lot of money. Yeah, because it ultimately gets the results that you want as a hundred percent. And it's not a dirty thing. It's not going, hey, I want to make a lot of money. Like you're going to, you're stealing money from people. No, in order for you to make a lot of money, you got to help your clients make a lot of money. But you want to see that internal drive and that motivation because you're going to face a ton of rejection. You're going to have to wake up and do the same thing over and over and over again. And you have to have this desire to win. I mean, think about the analogy we always use of Tiger Woods. He's got to have the drive and motivation that allows him to take more putts every single day, even though he doesn't want to putt. So translate that to sales. That's going to be your phone calls. That's going to be door knocking. That's going to be the outreach again and again and again, the same process, but you're driven internally to win. That is a huge factor. Yeah in your ability to be a good salesperson. So how does somebody get into sales? Do you recommend jumping, uh, I guess, number one, what would lead someone to go into sales? And then how does someone break through? Do you recommend a certain type of position, like cutting your teeth on, and let's just look at maybe the real estate industry or something like that, like an SDR type of position where you're making the calls? Do you recommend jumping right into you know, a different type of direct sale? Or yep. is there any, is um, it kind of whatever fits? Well, if you're, thinking, you're, about, yeah, if you're get, thinking about getting into sales, Sales, I would be the one to tell you, in my opinion, is you should want to get into sales because you want to make unlimited income and you want to control your destiny. Because the greatest sales jobs are going to pay you very low bases and they're going to give you a ton of upside, right? They're going to give you the ability to control your own destiny. If you're in a position right now where you feel you work harder and it doesn't matter, 
you get paid the same as your peers and that really irritates you, well, that's a motivator of going, hey, maybe you should be in a sales type role, but you really want to step back and you really want to assess your goals. What are you trying to accomplish? Do you want to control your own destiny? Do you want to make unlimited income? Those are some of the things that you should want to be successful in sales from at least what I have seen. Other thing that you can think about doing if we think tactically about, hey, should I be in sales? Should I not be in sales? One that we recommend and we do for every candidate that we interview is we tell them take a personality test, Yep. right? It's not an indicator that you can't do sales necessarily, but it is a great influencer to tell you if you're going to be good at something. What I always tell people is your personality is kind of like a rubber band. It has a natural state. And you can look at your personality after you take a personality test and you can see where your natural state is. Are you naturally extroverted? Are you naturally good at detail? Are you naturally not patient? Whatever those traits are. And know that it's not that you can't stretch the rubber band. You can stretch the rubber band all the time, anytime you want, but it's always going to have tension to want to go back to its regular state. And so you want to make sure as a salesman, what are the traits that we see natural salespeople people tend to have. They tend to have a lower D in our predictive index test, which stands for kind of formality, attention to detail. Accountants, software engineers have a higher D, yeah. right? But salespeople tend to have a lower D. Salespeople tend to have a really high B, which stands for extroversion. Mm-hmm. They tend to really have an, a high A, which stands for dominance. dominance so yeah. if they are dominant, if they're extroverted, but if they lack in maybe patience, they lack in a little bit of detail, well, their natural state is more geared towards a salesman, someone who's persuasive, someone who's driven, someone who wants to just win type idea. Um, So that's one tactic that you could use. We actually have a free personality assessment. So it's called the predictive index is what you were using. Mm, It uses that ABCD. You can actually get one of those uh, for free at state or sorry, remindermedia.com slash stay paid PI. We're going to include that link in the show notes as well. We still have people taking that test because we did an episode on this where we gave that link out and I yep. still get submissions every once in a while, but it'll give you a breakdown. Super insightful. Yeah. It'll it kind of explain a little bit more into uh, what your natural behaviors might be, what your motivators might be, what your drive might be to give you insight. Yeah, into it that. is worth doing a personality test. Take the time to do it. It is insanely insightful to help guide you and just how you learn and how you think what's mo- what motivates you. That how alone to is good. Optimize and take advantage of your strengths and then how to minimize your need to use your weaknesses. Yeah. Yep. A couple other tactics I would give you to assess, hey, hey, am I in the right role? Should I go into sales? Should I not go into sales? One is look at your friends and family and go to them. If you have a mentor, a past coach, a, a pastor, a, a parent, go to them and ask them their opinion of your personality and what your strengths and weaknesses are. Because a lot of times you can live in the echo chambers of your own mind and to get someone that you trust, it has to be someone that you actually trust to give you their take and their opinion, that can be a great help to you in understanding, would you be good at sales? Would you not be good at sales? Another tactic would be look at your resume. Even if you're graduating school right now, what's your resume in school? And were you on sports teams? Were you not on sports teams? Did you end up being the captain? Did you end up doing certain things in coursework? What did you enjoy? What did you not enjoy? Your past resume can tell you at each of those jobs, like I'll ask people, hey, what were the top three things you hate it the most Mm -hmm. at your last job 
not people-wise, but actually tasks. What were the tasks that you hated? Because I can learn by learning, oh man, I hate it when I had to get in there and fix the time cards of people. Like I can, that speaks volumes of- your patience. Yeah, Yeah. it speaks volumes to what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. So think about what is it that you actually enjoy to do. And and a lot of times you can't think about it from the enjoyment standpoint. Mm -hmm. You got to think about it from the negative standpoint. Well, how should someone then prepare for an interview? If someone's listening to this right now and they're trying to decide whether or not to go into sales or not to go into sales, how should someone prepare? What's, what, how do they show up best for their interview? Yep. Number one thing to stand out in today's job market is to actually do your research. And the reason why I say this is because everybody is using the zip recruiters of the world and what the zip recruiters do. And if you've applied for work recently and listening to this, you know, this, it will blast your resume out to all the companies that it thinks is a match for you. It will basically apply for you to all these jobs. So in essence, you're going to apply to 20 places that you don't really know what you want to make sure you do to stand out in the crowd. And this is coming from someone that's interviewing a ton of people these days is actually know the company that you're interviewing for. Not only the job, know what the mission and vision of that company is, because you want to be able to espouse that you want to be able to say why you specifically chose to apply here because of why or because of the skill set that you have and what it's going to contribute to that mission and vision. Just knowing that and being able to eloquently speak on what I actually applied for will separate you. that sounds sad. It really is sad that most people don't go even that far. So do your research. That's one. The other thing that I would tell you to do is secret shop them. If you're going for a sales job, secret shop their sale. They will give you, if it's, if you happen to get one of their good salesmen, you're really lucky. But if you just get even one of the mediocre salespeople, they will give you the pitch, write down the key bullet points of that pitch figure out how you're going to share that without sharing the actual pitch. And that will blow the people's mind as well. Great tip. All right. So last question before we wrap up here, what's, uh, this is for people that are already in sales. What's one thing that you say people in sales should be doing more of that maybe they're not Mm. people in sales position right now? What do you, um, I would coach to people. Number one thing you can do is role play. You should probably role play every day, but think about it this way. Here's the example I give it. I forget who wrote it, but it's, what is it? 10,000 hours to master something? Uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. 10,000 hours to master something. So think of your scripts right now. Think of your role playing. Think about just overcoming an objection, right? If you just practice for 30 minutes a day, which is more than most everybody listening to this is doing from a scripting standpoint, 30 minutes a day for a whole year is just a couple hundred hours. It would take you years to master just your process that you have right now. So you need to apply that same methodology. Why is Kobe Bryant considered one of the best? Why is Tom Brady? Go look at the routine. routine. Tom Brady wrote a whole book on it, TB12, of his routine of why he's a master. And the number one thing salespeople today are aren't doing that would increase their income is they're actually not putting in the work. They're a salesperson. They're not a sales professional, add professional and start role playing. Love it. There you go. So if you're listening to this, wondering if a career in sales was right for you, uh, we have some great uh, tips there as well as a great tool that you can use to kind of find out your personality. You can head on over to remindermedia.com slash stay paid PI to take that free personality assessment. Thank you so much for listening. You can get all of the show notes and the links that we mentioned at staypaypodcast.com. If you like this show and want to know how to support it, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, as well as a comment to let us know how we're doing. And the best way to support the show is to tell a friend. If you're, if you have someone that is looking for, you might think would be a great- Sales jobs. We have sales jobs. We've got sales jobs, baby. Send them over to reminder, actually careers.remindermean.com. Yep. You can check out as well. Uh, we are hiring, what, in like nine different states at this yep, point. Nine so different states, growing, 
Yeah, growing fast. Growing fast. Um, All right, so a little behind the scenes action here. The team has uh, been begging me to stop making police-related puns. (laughs) So I I told them I'd give it a rest. (laughs) Hey! We got the applause. We just figured out uh, that we can use these sound effects that came with the board. So now we have it's amazing. The, the, the laughter one and we have the crickets. So Ariel's going to be the arbiter of dad jokes going yes. forward and giving the <laughs> I wish that there was a good one for like when I did not understand the dad joke. Because huh? that happens yeah. like frequently. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram where you're at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acre. Action item, go take a personality test. Take the one we're giving to you for free. Um, You can take it. It will be there in the show notes. It's a no-brainer. It will help you in so many different areas besides just figuring out if you should be in sales or not. Teaches you about your motivation. Teaches you about, you know, what you need to focus on, where your weaknesses are going to be, where your strengths are going to be. Really, really powerful tool. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry is top producers take action. So take action on that today. 